This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Dear friend, today's program was made with you in mind. We have for you the heart of the church, pillow talk, good music, and present truth. Please stay with us. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Hello, dear friend. Welcome once again to your program, The Heart of the Church. We have been studying this week and we just started to look at the uniqueness of the scripture. The whole entire quarter is looking at interpreting God's word or interpreting the scripture. And for today's Sunday, we'll be looking at the living word of God. I have with me my friends as usual. Thank you for coming. What are the names again? Gloria Sebafu. Franco Pokuboahin. Welcome. And Thank we you. would be looking at, as I said, the living word of God. Frank, please pray with us. Let's start. Our God and King, we thank you for this opportunity of study. We ask that you be in our midst. Grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 We know Moses wrote the, 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 the first few books of the Bible, and uh, it's assumed that the last words of every person uh, are some of the most important things we should take very seriously. Let's look at what uh, Moses did with his word, and uh, how does Moses, Moses describe the, the word of God as it is? Uh, Uncle Frank, please help us with that. When we are looking at the Bible, the uniqueness of it. An aspect that is very important is the living word of God. Now, in this aspect, Moses is singing a song, and the emphasis of this song is that he wants his people to take the Bible at heart. He wants his people to take all the instructions the Bible has given them. And he tells them in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 45 to 47, that it is the life of the people. How is it the life of the people? The law which Moses wrote, and therefore, of course, he is giving, passing on to the people. He instructed them to teach it unto the people, all generations. And so, for Moses, he saw the good nature of the work, uh, word of God, and that he is passing it on to his people. And he is admonishing them that, if they also do, they will prolong their lives and they will find life for themselves. Thank you so much. So, our sister Gloria, the whole Bible sentence on one person, Jesus Christ, as we have learned. Towards the end of our study, we saw that uh, the focus actually is on him. After Moses talking about what he talked about, uh, how do we also focus Jesus Christ into scripture and then how we are to believe him to be the word of God? The word of God, the living word of God. Yes, we are told, uh, as you said, it's all about Jesus. He lived, he died, and he lives again. So he's the ever-living word. He is the word of God to start with. And if he who is the word of God lives, then we know that his word lives in, in us. As our brother rightly said, Moses admonished the children of Israel that the words that he had 
given them so far from the word from the Lord, they should make sure they teach it unto their children such that from generation to generation those words would live and that makes the word of God living. We cannot um, count, we cannot calculate the number of years since then, but as it is now, we are still living and then we are still sharing or living on the word of God. That makes the word continue to live. So, and as the word lives and as we imbibe the words in our lives, we are sure that even after the mortal death, physical death, we shall live on through eternal life. That is how we say that the word of God is what a living word is forever rife with life. The living word of God. You know, in that aspect, maybe we'll look at something small from Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 47. And here I want to look at how we can trust God's word and its experience uh, to us. And so, kindly, kindly read it quickly for us, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 47. Okay, let's hear the word of God. For it is not a futile thing for you, because it is your life. And by this word you shall prolong your days in the land which you cross over to the Jordan to possess. Amen. Amen. The word of God is life to us. And so our dear friend out there, it is life to all of us. We'll be coming your way again tomorrow, Monday, to look at who wrote the Bible. Before we do, let us pray. Auntie Gloria, please pray with us. Our Father, we thank you for guiding us through your word. We ask that may your word continue to live in us and may you grant us eternal life through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Next segment is Pillow Talk. I would like to welcome you to today's program. The program is Pillow Talk. It's Pillow Talk because we believe that when you sleep on your pillow, it gives you the sound mind to think through your problems and come out with a solution. You are welcome. Today, our topic is going to be chastity. And we are privileged to have our able women here with us who are going to do justice to the topic. We're going to go through what chastity means what are the things that we have to, you know, see in somebody who is called a chaste? And what are the benefits if you remain a chaste person? And we will talk about whether really we have chastity people or chaste people in this our contemporary society. So be with us and keep tuning and listen to this program. I would like my panel members to introduce themselves even as we begin the program. My name is Matilda Obinche. Once again, you are welcome. So may we know you, panel members? I'm Angelina Anani. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Media and You're welcome. Florence, You're all welcome to today's program. Thank you. As I said, the topic is chastity. First of all, I would like you to help us and our listener to understand the concept chastity. So when we mention chastity, what are we trying to drive home? Auntie Lydia, if you will help us. Yes. Chastity has to do with staying pure. Okay. Staying away from whatever is impure in the Christian sense, as in immoral activities. Okay. Staying away from sex okay. and all activities that has to do with sex till marriage. Oh, okay. So you stay away completely from sex 
to you, Mary. It's like being pure and virtuous, as you said. Yes. Auntie Florence, do you want to add something? Yeah, that is a total abstinence. A total abstinence. I want to emphasize on the total, total and total. Thank you. And to abstain totally from all sexually related activities. So one is marriage. Oh, okay. So Thank you very much. Thank you. We will still move on. Um, do we really have chaste people in our society these days? Angie, if you want to help us. Yes, please, we do have. What will really make you know or see that this person working is a chaste person? Is there any traits that you'll be able to identify on the person, maybe one or two, to show you that it's a chaste person? Actually, facially, you cannot identify them. Okay, so physically but through, you can't see. Physically, you cannot see. Okay. But through their behavior, You'll be able to identify, be able to identify when how they mingle with others okay. or their opposite sex. You'll be able to identify them. Antimedia, you have want to, to watch this. Okay. Because it's before marriage, the husband of this lady who is chaste will best tell us how well she has stayed before they got married and then who he met as a wife. Oh, okay. Okay, so if you're able to remain chaste, you your husband will benefit from it. Definitely. Okay, so link that to the importance of it. What are the benefits of remaining a chaste? What do you stand to gain if you remain a chaste? Auntie Florence? As Madam Angelia said, okay. no, there is a prestige. That's the first one. It's yes. a prestige. If you if you remain stay chaste. So you get married, that's a prestige. Okay. Then you set as room model in your society and the locality in which you find yourselves as well. Okay, all that's right. My point of view. All right, thank you. To add to what okay. she said, staying chaste is a virtue, and you, the one who stays away from all those immoral activities, okay. you stand to benefit all right. because your husband trusts you to the latter. Okay. Even when you're married, all right. he knows, come what may my wife will remain pure okay. for me. So trust is implanted in the, in the marriage, marriage yeah. and your husband trusts you. And you of course, every good husband. marriage, you know, has the foundation on trust, trust to me. Yes. If, if, the, if the couple trust themselves, then uh, of course There'll there won't be, no be any problem. Please so, add to okay. what mom and said. Okay. When you stay a chaste life, it helps you to avoid all the sexually transmitted diseases. Exactly, I yes. forgot that, yes. yes. So apart from even having that, that kind of peaceful marriage, peaceful marriage. you yourself, it, it, it keeps it you keeps away you. from STDs, yes, and, and that's very and good. And also you are being respected in the community okay. or wherever I hope you my are. my listener is really listening yes, to what we are discussing yes. here. Yes. It's a very important, yes, come in, Florence. My kids out there, uninterrupted education, if you are able to stay chaste, you'll be able to complete all your education to the highest ladder without being interrupted. Of course. Because when you become pregnant, yeah. you know, your parents the, the have to come another thing comes in. And therefore, so your education can be, you know, you know, truncated. So, Auntie, meaning it's a way of preventing teenage pregnancy. It's a way of preventing teenage yes, pregnancy. Yes. Okay. So, listener out there, we are still discussing the topic chastity. And we are employing on you to remain chaste. It's not easy. But our women here, our madams here and our mummies here are trying to tell us the benefits that you can derive from being a chaste girl or a chaste boy. I would like you to help me. Do we really have chaste people in this contemporary society? And if we have, how are we upholding it? How are we upholding the concept of chastity? Maybe in the schools, in the church, in our society. So maybe you can pick it one after it's, the other. It's, okay. it's rather unfortunate okay. in our contemporary world. One who stays chaste is seen as 
someone who doesn't know the world or yeah. you don't belong. Okay. <laughs> there are not many. There are not many in the system. Okay. But there are. There right. are people oh, who sure? really stay away from all these immoral activities till they are married. Oh, that's good. They are. Okay. But then there are not many. Okay. In so in the society, society, how do you uphold it? How do you promote it? That is why I said it's unfortunate there are not many. So the few ones who choose to stay away from all these activities, they are being labeled as um, Colo. Colo. In our, in our local. Local. Yeah, 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 it's true. <laughs> you, see, it's true. you don't know what is going on. Oh, you are okay. not part of the world. You see, you can't flex. So, yeah. No. Which is negative. Okay. That, um, they, they, they have so, with that as the background, it means that it's very difficult to uphold to it. Or are we still promoting it? Maybe Angie will come in yeah, here. Yeah, we are promoting it. Okay. When we come to our communities and society, taking our puberty rights, for okay. instance. Bragro Bragro and all, right. all the, the puberty rights. Okay. It helps okay. the ladies and even the gentlemen stay HS life before they are being initiated. Thank you very much. It's true. Okay, maybe one more. Schools. Some of the topics are being um, having that as topic okay as okay we do treat topics like that in our, in our social studies yes. cultural citizenship yeah. and all that okay so with that i think we are inculcating the idea of students or people remaining chased into yes. them thank you very much uh, to add to that okay. in our churches that is what we preach exactly that is the ideal thing we want in our youth societies and associations we do that okay so we promote it all right and we pray that most of our girls remain chaste. Exactly, that is what we want. We pray that most of them will remain chaste. Thank you very much. Listener out there, we have been treating the word chastity and therefore we want to end here for to, for now and come back another time to continue with the same topic, chastity. So even as you tune in, please, when we come back again, try to come along with us and still listen to what the panel members have. Uh, once again, I'm Matilda Obinche and we have been here with our abled women from our church, um, we have Madam Angela, who is the coordinator for Women Ministry, Sunyani South, and the district secretary, Sunyani South District. We have Madam Florence, who is coming from Perquasi as a coordinator. And we have our Women Ministry director for the conference, Midwest Ghana Conference. Once again, thank you for listening to us. We will come back your way. Thank you very much. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback. So call us on the number plus two three three five zero. One five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana. Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. Dreaming of a city, 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 dreaming of a city. Where 
suffering's over. Get my wings and fly. When Jesus says it's over, oh, what joy that will be. Well, there's no more dreaming. I'll be home at last. I've been dreaming of the city, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I've been dreaming of the city, Jerusalem, my home right up in the sky. Oh. But Jesus does to remind me that I'm a passing through instead of losing heaven. I must look to the day when the snow molds in me. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I've been dreaming of the city, Jerusalem, my home right up in the sky, I've been dreaming of the city, Jerusalem, 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 I've been dreaming of the city, Jerusalem.
We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. I greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus. I have something to share with you today, and it is captioned, Jesus paid it all. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we are grateful unto you this day. You have a word. We want you to speak to our hearing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Indeed, many of us are owing. Many of us have something to be paid to someone. Yes, if you're a Christian, you have something to be paid. And somebody has already paid something for you. You might not understand. This is what I want you to know. That Jesus has already paid everything on the cross for you. It is joy that he comes your way every time. Whenever you are owing, you are owing Satan something. He comes and he pays it for you. I was in school and I visited a friend and coming back, I passed through a market. And because the place was overcrowded, in fact, I stepped on a certain woman who was selling an um, egg. She was selling some egg and I stepped on, on the eggs and everything got broken. This woman was annoyed. She held my hand and said, you, until you pay the last amount of what I have spent on these eggs, I will not let you go. In fact, I was standing there sweating and nobody could come and rescue me. In fact, a certain man appeared and he was my teacher. He asked a woman, woman, what has he done? And the woman said, the money that you gave me, this boy has broken the eggs that I used to buy. And the man said, yes, I gave you the money, so let the boy go. In fact, I was happy. And before he said, let the boy go, I said, thank you. And I was already in school. In fact, many of us are owing the devil in our life. Many of us, we've been held very tight by the devil that he wouldn't allow us to go but i tell you today that jesus christ is ready to save you he is the debt payer he paid debts for each and every one whenever you allow yourself for him to come your way he will pay everything that you are owing the devil christ was treated as we deserved that we might be treated as he deserves. He was condemned for our sins, in which he had no share, that we might be justified by his righteousness, in which we had no share. He suffered the death which was ours, 
that we might receive the life which was his. Christ came to stand in for us. In spite of all the evil that we have done, he came, he suffered on the cross, and now he has set us free. Hallelujah. Jesus has paid everything for you. Is it drinking? Jesus will pay everything for you. Is it alcoholism? Is it witchcraft? Is it envy? Or you became annoyed and people are not able to stand you? Is it fornication or idolatry? Jesus has paid everything for you. Dear friend, Jesus is ready and he's calling you. I have paid it. Go your way. Now go scot-free because the devil has no power over you. May the Lord be with you. May he continue to bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. Father divine, you have paid all our debts for us. We thank you. Continue to be with us. Do not let us be under the yoke of the devil again. Let us be under your wings. In Jesus' name, amen. We would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Belle. May God bless you.